Take your Bible and lift it up and say this after me. Lord, influence me this morning. Father, we thank you so much for your faithfulness. And I thank you, Lord, for the victory story on Mattie's life. We rejoice with her. And the same God is here with us this morning. And I pray you will continue to speak to us and reveal your heart to us. And all God's people say in Jesus' name, Amen. This morning, I am so delighted to share one of my heroes of faith. One of the best characters that I delight in the Bible. And uh, if you see the title, you know what I'm talking about. It goes like this, from orphan refugee to powerful queen. So, by the time you already guessed out who is this, right? So, is Esther. And it's amazing, we think, we read Esther book in a context of religiosity and we miss the whole point. This is a book, it is so powerful that even Jewish tradition celebrates Purim. And it's, it's one of those books that we, it's only 10 chapters, actually 9 chapters and then 3 verses on the 10th one. So it's, it's actually a tiny, tiny book and, uh, and we kind of think like, oh, it's an Esther story. And I remember there was a girl was baptized and her name was Esther and she went to a hospital and the lady who took her name, she is not a Christian, she didn't know the name Esther existed. So she wrote yes dot dar. So she was calling, dar, dar, dar. Nobody came up. And finally she asked, what's your name? Uh, I, she said, yes, sir. That's what I'm calling, dar, dar, dar. You know, so anyway, <clears throat> it happened in Vellur, in this beautiful city. So, but if you look at Esther's story, it fascinates me. Why it fascinates me? Because she was born in a Jewish family. But she lost her parents. And the scholars say when she was around 14 years of age, this whole story happened. So she was migrated uh, not by, by our own choice, but by force. And they were being taken as captives. They are in this uh, unknown country. They have to learn a different language, different culture. They have to start accustomed with a different food style and everything. And she lost her parents and she was raised up by her uncle. And in the midst of all this crazy chaotic stuff, there is an egomaniac, sexist king kind of lost temper with his wife because his wife Vasti didn't want to come and do belly dance before the rest of his king's officials. Okay, I'm giving you a little bit of a backdrop. That's why you need to understand the context. So Vasti was a beautiful queen but she didn't want to just show up because the Bible says he wanted to bring Vasti into presence of all his officials so that they can gaze upon her beauty. In Tamil, it goes very well. That's how it means. But in the English, it's kind of condensed in a very polite way. It says to gaze upon the beauty. And Vasti said, you know what? Enough is enough. Your machista culture does not going to sell with me anymore. I'm going to start saying no to all your nonsense. So finally she said, no. And that's it. What happened? These guys got so freaked out and then suddenly they just, you know, kicked her out, banished and then this guy cannot live without girls. So suddenly one another 
guy said okay we're going to go and find the versions so that every night you sleep with one girl and if you like this girl you can come and have her as your queen so this guys went all over 127 provinces from ethiopia to india that's why india is mentioned in the the book of esther not esther in the book of esther okay i'm just giving you a story this guy is known as king cyrus you know he was there and he sent his officials to all the 127 provinces they brought in girls and every night they've been going through preparations they put down the perfume they wear certain clothes and they go one night before the king there was a movie also came one night before the king and uh, so this sexomaniac king will sleep with a girl if he doesn't like chase them out and they cannot get out they have to be in a palace reserved for the concubines and that's it they will never see them again so here is a 14 year old girl goes before the king and the rest is story and we going to read that kind of story this morning and we going to draw some principles only three principles we going to share but just imagine with me a little bit imagine we don't know the culture of the king and the subordinates why because we are not under any imperialistic culture right now it is a political culture so but we also knows little bit about migration culture say for example a beautiful bihari girl migrated for job her name is shushma shushma means sparkling beauty and she came to tamil nadu for work and her parents brought her when she was 3 years old when they were building the bridges her parents died she was raised up in tamil culture she has to leave bihari culture she has to learn tamil culture she has to learn tamil people's lifestyle and the uncle who raised her was a bihari guy but suddenly there's a local mla who wants to eye on the girls so he took her as a slave but then started abusing her so he named instead of shushma he named her mogani or uh, uh, parmeshwari or andal andal is a very typical tamil name hmm? am i right <laughs> yeah brother correct okay so imagine shushma shushma means sparkling beauty hindi people you know what i'm talking about am i right shushma means sparkling beauty dazzling beauty that's what it means and then andal or mogni means <laughs> i don't know i don't want to even translate that because we are streaming that's exactly what happened next slide please if you look at the the story of esther esther was named adasha adasha means myrtle tree this tree is very common in the mediterranean culture it's there in you, you, you it's all over in israel and it's on the suburbs in everywhere there are dividers in the dividers they plant this tree it's beautiful it either it's purple or uh, what color is that red <coughs> thank you and uh, so it's either these two colors and it's so beautiful and it's actually very fragrancy so they even sell myrtle tree oil which is very fragrance if you walk into that if you if you drive through the spring season in spain they have that there this tree if you drive through the spring season this beautiful trees will give you a beautiful fragrance this is the name of adasha what is the name given to her next slide 
Ishtar. What is Ishtar means? It's an Eastern goddess name. Okay. And this is the most all ages picture that I could find on the internet. Because it's a parental guidance we are using here. So, so there are other figures of Ishtar. If you Google it, uh, I can't put it on the slide here. It's a sex god and it's uh, used as, you know, like we call it in Tamil Kamachi, which is, you know, you know what I mean. Tamil people know what I'm talking about. So, this is the name that she got and that's the name she was received. Imagine this. Sushma, leaving her family, leaving her country, leaving her culture, leaving her everything that's familiar, being in a foreign state, suddenly abused by a man, doesn't even call her Sushma, call her Kamachi or, you know, Parameshwari or something. Imagine that, how much shame. And this all happened when she was around 14. That's what the scholars say. And do you know, in the book of Esther, there was not even one word of God mentioned there. Do you know that? But throughout the book, you will see the fingerprint of God. Not even one word God. I guess why? Because this uncle, I guess many people think Mordagai is the one who wrote the book and he's a scribe. He's the one, the scribe is someone who's, who is a copyist. If you go to Taluk office even now, there will be two or three guys sitting in front with a typewriter, with a carbon copy. I don't know whether you knew. No, you sit with them down on the floor. He will copy it for you, a letter. This is called a scribe. And this scribe, he is, he, though he believes in Yahweh, he is now captivated by a pagan religion. So he is scared to write that word. So that's why he articulates. He says like, who knows that you are raised up such a time like this. He kind of encrypt God in the situation. So, Two questions before we go into this. Did you know that Esther is mentioned more times in the Bible than any other woman? The name Esther. This story, why I am sharing this morning because this doesn't happen every day in her life. It just, she lived a normal life. She lived a refugee life. She was 14 years old, probably living with her uncle, trying to make her living. I don't know whether she, in those times the refugees can go to school or whatever. But she was just living like this. This is what I wrote down. Most of the time of our lives may be pretty routine. But all of us have a few defining moments when we may be called out to put godly principle above personal benefit. That's what happened. What will you do when you encounter those defining moments in our life? What will you do when you face such a time as this? Will you choose to do the right thing as opposed to do what might give you some personal benefit? So this normal girl lived a normal life. But all of a sudden, she was taken. And, and the story, many of you know, what happened was this guy, he didn't like the Jewish people. He wants to terminate. He wants to make a genocide. And God raised this refugee girl to bring justice to the people. So this morning, I want to leave you with these three thoughts. Again, we can all learn from this. The first one is this. Esther was scared, but she trusted in the sovereignty of God. Can we read this on the screen, everyone? Esther was scared. Louder, one more time. Esther was scared, but trusted in the sovereignty of God. See, 
to trust does not mean you have no fear many times that's what we confuse we think oh if not to trust god i should not have fear no i love what joyce meyer says joyce meyer says that it is so beautiful that trusting god means you are doing it afraid taking little steps of faith that's what trusting god means so esther was scared she was scared why because her own people group you know, there is a verse here esther chapter 4 verse from 12 to 15 and uh, it's on the screen i'm going to read when esther words were reported to mordegai he sent back his answer do not think that because you are the king's house you alone and all the jews will escape and if you remain silent at this time relief and deliverance for the jews will arise from another place but you and your father's family will perish and who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this and esther sent a reply to mordegai go gather together all the jews who are in susa and fast for me do not eat or drink for 3 days night and day and i and my attendants will fast as you do when this is done i will go to the king even though it is against the law and if i perish i perish okay the context here is this the woman has no rights women are considered properties polygamy was common among men but not among women so women were used as they are good on the bed and on the kitchen that's how they treated the men treated them they never saw them equal they don't have the judea christian world view where men and women are made in the equal image of god so this guy is a is a egomaniac full of himself machista culture he sits there and only he has a little thing like a rod a scepter and if a woman comes he has to lift it up and then only the woman can come and talk it's not like my wife comes to my room excuse me can i have a word with you no i'm busy you better listen to me it that doesn't exist in those culture that doesn't exist she has to go there and she has to be like this he will raise it up i don't know why he raises the stick you know and then they have to go and say long live king blah 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 i will invite you to my home for dinner because he had lot of girls this is the culture so that's why she's saying after the fasting i will go to the king if i perish i perish what does that mean she was so young but she believed in the sovereignty of god what is the sovereignty of god sovereignty of god is basically that even though you go through so many mess in your life there is someone supreme above you still guides and as the final say repeat this after me the opinion of god is the most important opinion in my life that's what she trusted god for she said you know what i am scared i know this is not going to work but i am going to do my best and i'm going to trust him You know how many times we go through in our life that looks so challenging looks so painful looks almost impossible just like Matty almost impossible and I still remember some of my friends they said they lost their passport and now they are american citizens yeah <laughs> they went and then suddenly they become you know after few years 
and i always ask them like how did you lose the passport that is the day the lord has set me free brother <laughs> but that's not the same situation when you get your passport stolen in india and i still remember the anguish that she went through there are days that matthew her face her countenance was fallen you know it's such a painful thing and everyone in the team can feel the weight and we were wondering how it's going to happen if she has to move on the finances that involved because these guys don't have tons of money they just gathered together little by little worked in cafeterias here and there put together brought a ticket came here to serve and all of a sudden you have to fly when the cheap tickets on the last minute are not cheap at all on the top you get a stamp on your passport where in future you can never come again this is the principle i wrote down here it's not on the screen the key word is humility when you are humble enough you can recognize the sovereignty of god amen when you are humble enough you need to say god i did everything i can now it's up to you you might have heard about lots of definition about humility but let me tell you one living a lifestyle of humility is the most intelligent lifestyle in the whole world why because when you are humble god exalts you when you are proud god is against and if you you must be super dumb to be in a place of pride that god will be against you i don't want to be god against me i want to be god on my side i want to be on his side so the most intelligent way of living is walking in humility that's the first principle i want to challenge you with that when everything arts go wrong everything goes messed up in your life you can say god i am here you are awesome I still remember going to Israel as my 100th nation to preach the gospel. I was interviewed and the guys asked me, "Hey, you're going to Israel, who paid your ticket?" I said, "I paid my ticket." "Show me your bank." So I'm like, "It's a slip out of your tongue, you know." I said, <clears throat> "Actually, it's my wife. <clears throat> Show me your wife's bank account." <clears throat> "Actually, it's my wife's friend." And I'm inside, I'm like thinking, "I dig my own pit." i shot my own feet and i'm thinking lord have mercy i messed up it's so natural to you know in tamil they say chumma poi solradu so natural of me to say something and i said it and i'm thinking lord what's going to happen this guy is an assigning authority is there with his stamp to stamp it on my passport or not and i said lord i messed it up all i know is one thing you can still have mercy and you can give me this and i am sorry and i still remember that guy said come tomorrow get your passport and me and my family we were there in october we were actually teaching in this school at a beautiful time that's my point walking in humility helps us to recognize the sovereignty of god number 2 this is the second principle is here esther was scared but she trusted in the favor of god can we repeat this look at the screen everyone esther was scared but trusted in the favor of god read with me esther chapter 5 from verse 2 to 5 
when he saw the queen esther standing in the court he was pleased with her and held her out the gold scepter that was in his hand so esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter we don't know the cultural meaning of all those things you know so this was sign of like respect and whatever you know if we in our tamil culture in south indian and predominantly in an india when we meet uh, somebody we hold our hands together we bend you know we say sign of respect and stuff like that so the king asked what is it queen esther what is your request even up to half the kingdom will it be given to you this sentence even up to half the kingdom it's repeated many times in the bible i guess this guy was so tired of holding on to all the 127 provinces so he wants to chuck away few kingdom even up to half i will give it to you even up to half i will give it to you so and then esther says if it please the king replied esther let the king together with haman come together to the banquet i have prepared for him and then the king says okay bring haman at once so that we may do what esther ask now what is this he talks about the favor of god favor of god happens on only one realm okay listen to me carefully favor of god happens only in one realm you know what is a realm it is a realm of obedience when you step out in faith god releases his favor favor does not happens in disobedience i still remember when my son was born here 5 years ago in cmc only and we have to take him out of the country to show to my in-laws we took a spanish passport for him because it's easy to travel and i still have an indian passport i believe that's not going to change because i'm trusting that one day god will make our passport more valuable like the spanish passport in jesus name amen because when i go with my family to america or to europe anywhere they will stamp him 6 months and they will ask me why are you here i am his father allow me at least let me babysit him in your country <laughs> and i still remember we were there last year in los angeles teaching there and they stamped him 3 months and they gave me 2 months how how is he going to live for a month without his father and uh, to cut the long story sh- short we went to this uh, office that matty went here in vellore i submitted the application and uh, he needs to just put a stamp exit visa that's it it's a very simple procedure you fill a form online that time 5 years ago there was no online you know you have to stand line online to go to the counter <clears throat> my puns are really bad anyway and uh, and the guy said ask me 500 rupees okay the lord said to me don't give 500 i could have given 500 rupees not a big deal but the lord said don't take shortcuts i have to drive from vellur to tiruvannamalai there's another office there so my passport is registered in polur so i went that office i checked this guy with a big mustache tamil people know mustache means is a sign of you know manidan nan so he has a big mustache and he was sitting there and i walked in and i sat he said please take your seat i sat down i he asked me what is your job i said i am a missionary pastor he put his newspaper stood up and he bent down he said pastor please pray for me i said i will pray for you but i need first the stamp that was the thing going on in my mind but i didn't say that you know and i said to him i will pray for you and then he rang a bell and he called his attendant he said 
ஐயா என்ன கேட்குறாரோ ஃபஸ்ட் அவருக்கு போட்டு கொடுத்துரு தட் மீன்ஸ் வாட் எவர் த பாஸ்டர் இஸ் ஆஸ்கிங் கிவ் இட் ஃபஸ்ட் டு ஹேம் தே ஸ்டாம் த பாஸ்போர்ட் ஐ ப்ரேட் ஃபார் ஹிம் யூ பிளஸ்ட் வை ஐம் டெல்லிங் யூ தி ஸ்டோரி ஃபைவ் ஹண்ட்ரட் ருபீஸ் இஸ் நாட் அ பிக் டீல் யூ கிவ் இட் ஸ்டாம்ப் இட் பட் காட் சேஸ் டோன்ட் டேக் ஷார்ட் கட்ஸ் when you step out in the realm of obedience the favor of god comes amen that's what happened this girl 14 year old teenage girl lost her daddy mummy lost her language lost her beautiful name adasha means myrtle tree compassion fragrance and given a ugly name istar and she is here and she is standing before the king but she knows there is a sovereign god but she also know when she does her possible god does the impossible amen isn't it beautiful what is the key principle in this second one is obedience and let me tell you partial obedience is still disobedience turn to your person next to you and say partial obedience is still disobedience it's very true i'll give you another example you have your wallet when you leave your house you had your 2000 rupees note you have a 500 rupees note you have the new 200 rupees note it looks like playing monopoly you know and and then you have your old 100 rupees and 50 rupees you say the 2000 goes to the unlimited that 500 goes for the dominos the 200 goes for my whatever drinks or whatever this 100 goes for my auto this 50 is the faithful one goes for the offering box so you are here prepared everything and then the song sings i surrender all the holy spirit is saying 2000 belongs to me you are saying in jesus name get behind me satan and holy spirit says i am not satan i am your father i cast all the negative thoughts it's not negative it's the positive thoughts and finally you make a deal i don't know whether you do this i have done that i bargain bribe beg i say god how about 1000 we'll come off the throw no i surrender all you're singing i surrender all all means if you check in the dictionary it means all sorry and then you make a bargain deal and then you cut down that's called partial disobedience partial obedience is still a disobedience i want to challenge us if you want to see the favor of god in your life are you doing what god has called you to do are you stepping out in faith are you saying god i am willing to put everything on the line i want to see the favor of god hold the person next to you and just take 10 seconds and bless the favor of god upon that person that they will step out in faith fully obedient committed to god just bless that person in such a way they won't partially obey they will fully obey father i speak that over papa's house each and every one they will step out in faith lord they won't just say yes they won't bargain beg make a deal with you but they will step out in faith that will release the favor of god thank you jesus we thank you the third one the third principle guys are you enjoying i am enjoying more than you okay third one esther was scared but trusted in the justice of god you see this 14 year old girl she never revealed her identity 
You understand? It's like that. She doesn't reveal her own identity. Because the guy out there, the villain, he wants to kill and exterminate every single person from her people group. So she is so scared to death. She is like, if I tell what's going to happen. But read with me a couple of verses. Esther chapter 7. It says, I and my people have been sold to be destroyed, killed and annihilated. If we had merely been sold as male and female slaves, I would have kept quiet because no such distress would justify disturbing the king. So what she is saying here, you know what, if you want to take me as a slave, hello, I know how to be a slave because I am already a slave. I have been here. My parents brought me when I was a little child. I lost my family. I got new name. What more I can ask? You gave me new food, pagan food. Jews, we don't touch and eat blood. But you gave me blood-coated food. We don't eat pigs. You gave me pigs to eat. We are so corrupted. That's okay. But this is something greater. And then she goes on and explains. Extra chapter 8. Verse 11, 16 and 17. And then she says, this is my challenge. My people are going to be completely destroyed. And then what the king says, the king edict granted Jews in every city the right to assemble and protect themselves to destroy, kill and annihilate the armed men of any nationality or province who might attack them and their women and children and to plunder the property of their enemies. Verse 16, for the Jews it was time of happiness joy and gladness and honor in every province that's 127 from Ethiopia to India in every city to which the edict of the king came there was joy and gladness came along the Jews with feasting and celebrating and many people of the other nationalities became Jews because fear of Jews had seized them now everybody wants to become a Jew and that's a common trend even now they go buy one little hat and put there and try to memorize the Hebrew prayer. Ha, hatona, ha, ha. And then they all want to be a Jew. I know one guy who does that. All the time. Ha, 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 ha. And then... <laughs> and the real Jews, they are very quiet. Now, in Tamil, we say, That means the half part only will make a lot of noise. The real Jews, they are very quiet. The ones that's a little bit you know, somewhere great-grandfather's great-grandfather was in Israel. That's it. Suddenly, that's what it happened. So it's not the new trick. It's been going on for thousands of years. So many people of their nationality became Jews because fear of the Jews had seized them. What's my point here? It's very simple. When you want to see the justice of God happens in your life, you cannot strive, but you can surrender to the Almighty God. Amen. How can you see justice? This girl, she is a 14 year old refugee girl, sold, orphan girl. How did she saw the justice of God? Only one way. She surrendered her heart to God. She said, God, I am here. I am giving everything to you. That's it. Some of you are still waiting for your justice. On you. When you are small, something bad happened. Your boss, how they treated you. How your pastor mistreated you. Or how your family mistreated you. Or how your employer 
treated you badly or how your brothers and sisters among them there was jealousy and there were so many challenges you can never win the battle of god without surrendering that's what esther did she surrendered and she saw the justice of god she said you know what i'm going to invite her what is a tactics the tactics of god sometimes are outside logical interpretation so that susie the plan of esther was to bring the king and haman to dinner that's it and then the king will again say you want half of my kingdom half of my kingdom no i don't want half of my kingdom you keep all the junk let my people live amazing isn't it those three things hester trusted god hester was scared but she trusted in the sovereignty of god what is the key principle to see the sovereignty of god to walk in humility hester was scared but she trusted in the favor of god how the favor realm operates in only in the realm of obedience hester was scared but she trusted in the justice of god and the justice of god can only happen when we surrender isn't it beautiful small book teaches such great principles in our life justice sovereignty favor all happened in this less than 10 chapters so beautiful and that's why i wrote down the topic is orphan refugee to powerful queen what it tells me it does not matter where you come from what matters is where god is taking you you may be a orphan you may be a foreigner you may be an immigrant you know and i always have this prayer when i see people who are not tamil and they are here in my city i am always delighted you know why because i lived 10 years outside india in different countries i was in pune i was in lonavala and i was in south africa brazil states holland spain finally when i was in spain she came ran towards me said please marry me <clears throat> that's my style of the story but you know you can check out her style of the story when i see people from other states from telangana from andhra from other nationalities from up from kerala from beautiful sikkim i would love to go one day i've seen pictures and i always very glad god thank you for bringing the nations to my city one day the king of glory is going to be exalted amen that's why the bible says do not take for granted the aliens strangers and the widows amen even our staff all of them are not from tamil nadu except jasmine the you are from bangalore you have the amazing tamil <clears throat> and uh, you are from kerala our staff is from deutschland it's so beautiful my friends these three things justice of god favor of god sovereignty of god amen god is going to show up in your life 2018 you will see god took adasha and rescued the entire people same god is going to do in your life amen thank you lord for the love that you give for the love that you give